Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers. I'm here with Sean Basler, co-CEO of Perkins Eastman. Welcome, Sean. Thanks, Carl. I'm glad to be here today. Well, Sean, you and I met a few weeks back um, at one of the first uh, networking events being organized post-COVID, and uh, you humbly introduced yourself as, a, as an architect. And then as I talked to you longer and longer, I realized this guy's a freaking rainmaker. <laughs> and, uh, and so, Sean, how, do, how does one go from just, so when I say rainmaker, talk a little bit about how many different offices you have and and you have like 955 employees according to linkedin that's a lot of people how does one go from being an architect to being you know co-ceo of a large architectural firm like you well it's it's a process and uh first of all we we all enjoy what we do um and architecture is a great profession and um it's you know it's 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 sort of the basis for what we do but we've been able to to grow our organization which i think linkedin may be a little bit understated we're closer to 1100 uh, people wow. uh right now in uh, 21 offices uh, across the world and and our and our goal when we we set out years ago um was to what we say redefine what a large architecture firm is um we don't look at ourselves as as a uh, you know, success being how many people we have or how many offices. We're really a collection of of individuals, and uh, um, we, while we're we're a large firm, we we've always tried to to be a firm that that acts and feels like a much smaller firm uh, in the markets that we work. When you started out, though, was it just you or you and one other person? No, this this firm has 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 grown over time. It was actually founded about forty years ago by Brad Perkins and Mary Jean Eastman, um, and it started out as a fifty-person firm um, and very quickly uh, grew. Um, and and o- over time, you know, people have joined and 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 others have merged in. Uh, my story was a little bit different. I I had my own firm for about seven eight years and. Uh, had offices in New York and Cairo, Egypt, and and in, in Dubai, and then just you know through through a growing, um, we needed a little bit more of a of a platform. And Brad Perkins was a, a friend of mine, and and at the same time they were growing, so we we merged our our firms about 13 years ago to really sort of expand the international practice, but also uh, help. Uh, look at, 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 at expanding the, the firm domestically too. So, and uh, I think then, I mean, we, we downsized a little bit in 2008, 2009. So we were probably about 500 people. Um, so we've, we've, we've grown considerably over the last uh, 13, 13, 14 years as we continue to, uh, to expand. Now, I imagine that it starts out with being a really good architect, right? I mean, I, I presume You've got great architectural skills, but then that's not enough, right? I I, I have a relative who's an architect, and um, you know, but he's 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 an introvert. He he doesn't um, go out and network like I saw you doing the other night. Talk to me a little bit about the other side of the equation, the the people dynamics and the human interaction skills, and how you go about building business. You know, attracting new clients to your firm, attracting new architects to your firm. Well, it's it, it is all about people relationships. I mean, I, I believe it's relationship first. I mean, the, the the company or the brand may give you recognition in the market, but it's all about people and connecting with people, and uh, and they have to to trust that 
you know, us, uh, you have to, you know, you have to really get to know them. And, and I think that's, that's really important for the success of, of any architecture firm. I mean, there, there's so many wonderful, great firms out there, but it's, I think that the, the, the really good ones are the ones that, that really do build personal relationships, become friends with their clients and, and understand their, their businesses, um, uh, more than, than, than just looking at it as, as transactional. And, and I think what, what we've always believed in as a firm is, is, is a couple of things. One is, is you, you, have to, you have to really enjoy what you're doing. You have to really enjoy the people you're working with. You have to get to know them uh, because that's gonna you know, create the, the, the best product. But we also believe that, that architecture is much more than, than form and function. It really has to, to have an impact on the people and the places that, that you work. And that includes your, your clients as well as the, the people that use the buildings and the places that, uh, that we design in. So when you and I met, you, you knew that I was with Cooley and you knew that Cooley had opened up a number of new offices and you assumed maybe we were opening up another one being that I was in a town where we don't have an office. Um, but you didn't go into hard sell mode. You, you, you just casually told me, yeah, we do, we do law firms and, and you said a few other things about it. And, and maybe you mentioned who, who you might've worked with or known or, or something like that. But I, I sense, I didn't sense a, a hard sell like I'm going to close this guy right here. What, what is so? What is the approach? Because I like that better. I mean, if you started trying to close me, I might have ran away. I wouldn't be interviewing you on the podcast. <laughs> so. I, I think that's a good point. Hard sells don't work. Uh, I mean, I'm I, 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 I'm I'm a believer in building relationships and, and getting to know people, and 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 maybe we'll have a chance to work together. But uh, it's it's about getting to know people first and and developing that foundation of a of a friendship and and understanding before you're really able to get into business and and uh, i think that's that's really 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 important and uh i think that that leads to you know a, a, a much better network uh, a, a, especially when in, in, a, in a in a town like austin where where we, we do have a new office and um it it our our goal is has been to just meet people and just get to know people and develop a great network and see where we can help each other out and and i'm a believer that, that business will follow then but so when you get when you get intel like here's a guy from Cooley in a in a town where they don't have an office, do you go back then and make a note and follow up? Because I'm not the guy. If if we if we did put an office somewhere, I, I'm not the person that that makes those decisions. I don't even know who does to be, be honest with you. But there is somebody who makes those decisions. And and so do you take that information and then go backtrack and try to figure out who that is and reach out and. Or, or do you just have so much work that you don't you don't bother to do that? Oh no 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 we 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 definitely would would see where to connect the dots and and uh, and and where we would work with somebody and 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 as as a firm we're really connected to uh, within our you know amongst ourselves so one one of the kind of the unique things to think about about us is is internally we're we're one profit center also so we we're really able to share information and, and resources across the firm say hey i just met met these people in this town it was this great event i went to are we working with them elsewhere because maybe there's a small town connection maybe there's you know a small world connection that that, that we could bring back and to that relationship that says hey we worked together before in this other city or so and so knows knows your partner or something like that. I, I, I believe in, in sort of building that relationship. And it's not about, about trying to, to sell work. It's about where, where can, we, can we find other connections maybe within the firm where we've, we, we've, we've worked together with, uh, with that firm or, or know people. And, and I think that's, 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 that's a, a great way to, to build a network. Yeah, so if, 
if you were talking about something that was a good lead for for my firm, for example, mm-hmm. I, I would I'd be asking you questions. I'd be mentally taking notes of you know who all's involved, what investment bank, <laughs> what funds. You know, I'm, I'm making notes, and then I. I, you know, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom and I'm, I'm back on my, on my phone and I'm, and I'm, and I'm sending emails to attorneys that know these banks and know the funds. And I'm, I'm putting a whole set of machinery in, in place. And I, you would never even know that I was doing this. And then I come back and casually talk to you like we're friends and you don't know that I've just, you know, sick three people on this opportunity. You just gave me a lead on. I don't know if you do things like that or not, but but that's kind of how I operate. I hope not too many of the people I do this to are listening right now. <laughs> we all do that, um, but but again, it's it's more about it not not creating a hard sell, but it's about I I, I call them small world connections. Are there are the things that we can, you know, kind of learn about about somebody that we just met that that may help make a a connection um, somewhere else or 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 leverage a relationship that maybe we already have. I think that's 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 really really important. So when I met you, you were telling me that during COVID, you, you wanted to get the heck out of New York City, right? Not the best place to be during COVID. And somehow you ended up in Austin, Texas, and you bought a house here. <laughs> did you not? <laughs> and and so so how does one just come into town? And I'm asking this. I know how, how I did it, but I, I'm curious. How, how did you just walk into town? You probably don't know a soul. Maybe, maybe you have an office here you could leverage. How do you begin to make inroads? Well, uh, I think the unique thing about Austin is that the, everybody, most people are from somewhere else. And so yeah. it, it's a little bit different than, than other parts of, of Texas. Um, we, we do have an office in Dallas, and, and I would go there quite frequently. I mean, I was there at least every quarter, if not, not more. Um, and, uh, so we, and we have a, a great portfolio of clients throughout the Texas market and, and, and people that we know that, that have, have moved there and, and in, including work in, in Austin. So it wasn't completely coming in, in cold. Um, uh, so part of what, what I tried to do is just to, one, reach out to people that we've been working with already, um, whether it was in Dallas or Houston or, or even in Austin, uh, people that we, we know uh, that have relocated to Austin and um and have been there and and uh we were able to to sort of reconnect with so slowly building a network uh like that and i think just kind of getting out there and 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 meeting people and i I think the 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 great thing about austin also during covid was that people were still really willing able you know they were were willing to meet so you could you could organize a coffee with somebody uh you could go out and play golf you can have a dinner and um and you could you could network uh, I think more than you you could in in New York or, or places like New York or San Francisco, where where things were much more shut down. So I, I think we had that that um, uh, luxury in, in in Austin in the Texas market, where people were were cautiously you know open to to meeting, and so that that definitely helped over the last year. So now you're back in New York. What do you what does post COVID look like for you in terms of being in person versus you know, over Zoom and, and these types of things. I, I still believe in person is is so important. I think there, there's a lot more touch points now that we can have, you know, like in, in Zoom meetings like this, but but nothing beats getting together and meeting somebody face-to-face and, and grabbing a coffee or or, or or having lunch or something. There, that, that Nothing replaces that. I, I don't think you can create the personal connection over, uh, you know, virtually that you can in person and getting to know somebody. Uh, there's sort of the whole subtleties, I think, of, of human nature when, whenever people meet, meet uh, in person. 
person that that you can't pick up virtually. So I I see it being um, you know uh, about the same as what it was, but maybe a little bit more strategic on on how in person meetings are used. I think there's probably a lot more lead up and follow up that could be done um, uh, virtually going forward. But but the the in person and getting to know people is is so important. So what would be so for people listening? They they say I like this guy Sean Bosler. Um, I want to hire his firm. What what kind of what kind of companies should reach out to you? Well, we we work with a lot of different people, and and our our practice. I always say no project is too small, and no project is too large, and and that's kind of the interesting thing about what we do. We we really look at at projects where one we can have a great uh, impact on on the people and the places we work. They can they can really have a positive impact on the environment. We can um, we can have fun doing it, and and our work really ranges from large uh, new city master plans and transits uh, to things like we're doing in East Nashville right now, which is the whole. Uh, new master plan around Nissan Stadium and uh, creating a new destination uh, along the uh, the East Bank there to smaller projects where we're doing you know 15 20 room boutique hotels and and um, uh, creating luxury destinations like that so our work really you know extends from commercial and mixed use uh, to the the institutional like healthcare and and education and, and things like that. And that's, that's a big market for us in, in Texas that, that, that we see um, uh, on, on both the private side and, and the public side. And Sean, for the younger person who says, I'd like to do what this guy does, um, what advice do you have for, for that person getting started out? Well, I mean, education is, is the most important. And so uh, picking a good school and, and, and doing an intern, internship study abroad is, is, is so important. And, uh, and, and, and keeping an open mind, I think architecture is such a wide open field. I mean, you could really have a, a great career uh, doing small houses and, uh, you know, and being a sole practitioner to being like I am uh, running a large firm. And, and everything in between. I think you really have to enjoy it. I think you have to have to have a passion um, for uh, for the environment and 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 uh, um, and 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 for working in uh, you know in a lot of different places with a lot of different people. Great advice, Sean Bosler, co CEO of Perkins Eastman. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Carl. I thank you for listening today. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and please share with your friends and rate us. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant.